One, two, three. Testament. Guys, I've literally been recording for 20 minutes and that 20 minutes of footage got deleted because I got called. I thought it would like, I understand if it has to cut me off, but I thought it would like save, but it didn't and I'm going to cry so I have to re-record everything. Okay, so speaking of me re-recording everything, let's just get into it, you know? This is my monthly book movie round tv show roundup um if you haven't listened to the previous episodes go ahead and listen to them fun fact i really sliced my finger open with a face razor yesterday so now my finger is razored i also have to go to work in about an hour and a half and i'm laying in my bed in a comfy currently crying because I have to re-record the whole episode. Ah. So, let's just get started. Um, on November 1st, I watched a Lucy Laney documentary um, for one of my classes. And basically, it was like an hour and a half, so I kind of counted it as a movie. But it follows a true story of a, I believe it was an elementary school in a poor area. And it just followed the school, and even though they didn't have good, like, test results, they, it just followed, like, how the teachers taught, and how, like, and it was a really, really great story. I gave it three stars, because obviously, it's not something I would watch for entertainment, but it wasn't bad for having to watch it for a school class. November 2nd, I started Verity by Colleen Hoover, and I finished it on November 4th. It is a amazing book probably my mm, just kidding i don't know i cannot rank it (laughs) i really really like this book it follows lowen and she's an author but she's kind of like just barely surviving with money and stuff i think her mom recently passed and so she randomly one day gets called down to like her publisher or whatever and someone the comes down and offers her a chance to finish a really popular series written by a famous author named verity so like i think like the first four books are out and she has to like write books five and six and they don't really tell her why they're like oh verity is just unable to write it but basically verity got into a car accident and she is paralyzed not really is she in a coma or paralyzed or i don't know one of the two and so she's just kind of in her bed she can't move she can't do anything and so she goes to live in verity's house for a few days she has to like get in verity's mindset by reading like her ideas for the next books reading her books and living in like her office area and she finds this manuscript about Verity's life starting for when she met her husband Jeremy and she reading it she does not expect the things that she reads and she also kind of gets a little creeped out because like she's obviously living in this house and yeah I just I really liked it I didn't love how the ending was open for interpretation I liked it but didn't love it 
it would kind of be fun if we got a concrete answer, but also not fun. So I don't know, cause I'm so tired. But yeah, I really liked this book. Also, in November, I watched season two of Gilmore Girls. Um, I have to take breaks in between my seasons of Gilmore Girls because you can't really watch that for like plot. You kind of just watch it for entertainment. And since the episodes are 40 minutes long and there's like 20 something in a season, you're just kind of back to back with this like, I don't know. And I just need breaks in between the seasons. So you're going to see that as I get later down. For school, I had to read a book called Winter's Bone. I started it on November 5th and finished it on November 16th. I gave it two stars. I didn't love it, but it follows Rhee and how she has to take care of her two brothers and this rural poor community because her mom is just not really well mentally physically she just kind of sits can't really do much and her dad is currently on the run from the law for selling drugs because that is his career and basically she finds out that her house was placed under bond so if he does not show up to his court date that then the house will be taken from them and she needs the house because she doesn't really have much so she just kind of goes on this adventure in her community to try and find her dad and it was interesting but not really so yeah it's also a movie with jennifer lawrence we watched clips of it but not something i would go out of my way to watch the movie for also, this page has a picture of a flamingo on it and says she's a game changer. And I don't really know why those two coincide with each other because they don't in my hand, but that's okay. November 6th, I watched Nola Holmes 2. Love, love, love this movie and this series. I gave it five stars. I also in love with Lewis Partridge, so not biased, though. It follows um, Sherlock Holmes's younger sister, younger sister, Nola. And she decides to open a detective agency, but no one really takes her seriously because she's a teenage girl until she gets um, this case about a missing girl. And she, like, has to go work in the factories to kind of, like, get all the details. And there's, like, a whole lot going on and everything's connected. Even the case that her brother Sherlock is working on is connected to her case. And I did really like it. I did figure out part of it before she did, though. So... I think I'm Anola Holmes, and I should kiss Lewis Partridge. Thank you. November 7th, I started It Ends With... Or, no, It Starts With Us. I finished it on November 12th, and if you don't know, It Starts With Us is the sequel to It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover, and I am very indifferent to this series because I don't know what to think about this series. Because I love the way it's written, but I don't love the storyline. Obviously, the storyline in If It Ends With Us is about a girl and how her family has done... Her dad was a domestic violence-er person, and then, like, she's like, I vowed myself to never be in a kind of relationship, and then she meets Ryle. And I hate how it's just like we're following the story of her falling in love with Ryle, but also he just turns out to not be that great but then we also kind of get this backstory of her and atlas but there's not much substance to it so you can't really like you can love them but you can't because you don't know anything really and in starts with us we kind of pick up where we left off where she finally meets atlas again in her life and how he is trying to kind of win her over 
and trying to get with her, not get with her as in sexually but also yes but like get, love her marry her date her i don't know i cannot speak but it was cute i did like it but since you already kind of get the substance it's just like a romance book where you're just following along there's not a lot of substance to it there are some parts um especially they kind of introduced this new plot with atlas's family which i thought was interesting and i liked but it didn't add too much to the story to make it incredibly amazing so i gave it four four stars four and a half maybe but i don't know i did like it but i don't know i can't really put into words what I, how i felt um this page says her ideas are pure gold so on november 14th i started reading a good girl's guide to murder and i finished it on november 16th and this series has currently taken a hold of my life and after the third book i cannot stop thinking about it and yeah we're gonna we're just gonna go into it but basically this book follows pippa and it's like her senior year capstone final project whatever and she gets she decides to kind of reinvestigate this case that happened in her town six years ago i believe about a teenage girl who got murdered and so basically the story that was sought how the answer to it was basically that her boyfriend killed her and then the boyfriend killed himself because he was found dead and it was like a suicide note admitting that he did it or whatever but she doesn't really believe that she doesn't really know the guy sal who is was the one who was convicted well he wasn't convicted because he killed himself but the one who was found guilty or whatever um she doesn't really know him, but every time she has talked to him, he's been nothing but nicer. She, she just can't believe that he could have done it. So she reopens this case, and she instills the help of Sal's younger brother, Ravi. And the only thing, only critique I have to say is that at the beginning of the relationship, Ravi is 23, and Pippa is 17. And I, they don't really start dating till like she around she when she turns 18. But still, it's just weird because she's like freshly 18, and he's like freshly out of college. But I did really love their relationship. Spoiler alert. But um, So yeah, she just kind of goes and uncovers more and more secrets about this murder case. And I really found it really interesting. And I liked I liked it. And then that's why I started the second book on the 23rd of November. And I finished this on the 25th. And Good Girl Bad Blood is what this one is called. And it follows Pippa and Ravi again. But she vows to not really investigate anything anymore because she didn't it didn't she got hurt in the first book but her best not her best friend but one of her good guy friends's older brother has gone missing and she like knows the older brother she's also pretty close with him and so she's like i have to do it like for connor i have to investigate and again in investigating this another kind of not really crime but like scandal opens up and more secrets are revealed So, um, it is currently December 6th, and my roommate walked in while I was recording that, and they've been sick, so I've had, like, no time by myself in my dorm to record, so I just got back from work an hour ago, and I'm supposed to be writing my essay, but we're gonna procrastinate and do this. So, I was talking about, um, Good Girls Got to Murder, the second book, Good Girl, Bad Blood, 
And basically, through this, when she starts taking on this case, more, like, previous kind of cases, or, like, I can't really talk about, like, I don't know how to describe it, like, they kind of come up again, and so in this, and then, like, through this, like, she's trying to find Jamie, but also more shit is kind of, like, going on, and it kind of somehow relates to the first case, and so I finished that on... November 25th, uh, gave it five stars, and then on November 26th, I started As Good As Dead, which is the third book, and finished it on November 27th. Even though this is like 500 pages, I literally binged it in two days because I wanted to finish it before I went back to school. Also, I needed to keep reading to find out what happened, so basically, the third book is like a whole- oh my- so she's basically in this like really depressive episode because- all the crimes that have happened that she's been investigating and everything has been all the motives of the criminal and the victim have been this kind of gray area because they've been doing it either to protect someone or they might have been a bad person or I don't she just and Pippa is just so affected by it because she's like there's no difference between good and bad anymore in her head and so then she's like okay i have to do this like i have to solve this jane doe good versus bad case but then she starts getting these like stalker messages and so she she is the one now being hunted i guess and it just takes a really kind of dark turn and oh my gosh i literally cannot stop thinking about this book for days loved it five stars really really great trilogy i think it's a little intense for youth adult but so amazing and also um on november 21st i watched the movie where the crawdads sing and guys i also loved this book so so much basically or not book sorry the movie I watched the movie on Netflix. It basically, it is based on a book, which I did buy. I've not read it yet, but I did buy and now it's in my collection. Um, it is about this marsh girl who lives with her family, but her dad's like kind of abusive. So one by one, her mom leaves and then all her siblings leave. And eventually it's just her as a young girl left with her dad. And once it's just them two, it kind of, it, the relationship kind of eases up a little bit. And then one day he's gone. I don't really remember what happens to him. So then she's kind of alone at this marsh and she has to fend back for herself. She has to like get food and take care of herself, whatever. And then like later in the future, when she's probably 18, I think, um, she is charged for this one random guy's murder they're like oh it must have been the marsh girl she is the one who killed him and so we get like her whole life story like leading up to that moment and i really loved the twist i guess i won't really call if you call it could call it a twist like the ending i kind of wanted that to happen when i like said to my roommate i'm like oh my god what if this happened and then that's what happened so i did really really enjoy that movie so good loved the book or loved it so much that I bought the book because yeah so five stars this page the last page for November is a long one it says you are so incredibly smart and talented with so much to offer the world I can't wait until you believe it 
Honestly, that's probably one of my favorites because it's so true. I am so smart and talented. So on November 24th, I was home with my family and we watched Disenchanted, which is the sequel to the amazing Disney movie Enchanted, which is my one of my favorites. Such an amazing movie. I just wasn't a big fan of Disenchanted. I gave it like three to four stars, like three and a half stars. I thought it was good. I did think some of the songs were bangers, not gonna lie. I really liked um, Maya Rudolph. I just like her in general. Um, I don't know. I don't love how they, they kind of just, like, Robert, um, Dempsey. Is that his name? Robert Dempsey? No. Patrick Dempsey. Robert. I think that's his character. Patrick Dempsey and James Martin were, like, kind of, like, not even in the movie. And when they were, it was kind of stupid. Adina Mazel, she sang a bop, but she was also not really in it. It was mainly for focusing on Morgan, which I liked, but I just, I don't know. I just didn't love the plot of it. There also were just so many random Disney movie references, and apparently there were some in regular Enchanted, but I just, I don't know. There were just too many, I don't know, just didn't love, love the plot of it, but I do like how it was most of the original cast. The original Morgan was in it, but not as herself, but I think the girl who played her was good, but I don't know. Three and a half, I think, if you might, you can watch it if you want, if you've seen and love Enchanted, but I'm letting you know it's not that good um so mysterious benedict society is a book that i read in like fifth grade could not finish it because i didn't understand what was going on still have the book i think i accidentally stole it from my grade school library so sorry then the show came out i think last year and i was like okay i'm gonna watch it so i actually understood what's going on I actually really really love this show and so season two came out recently and the last episode comes out tomorrow so i basically have finished it but i have one episode left so um i'm gonna say my writing's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be a four star unless somehow the ending is oh my god miraculous but i don't even yeah so basically the mysterious benedict society kind of follows these four like gifted children are chosen by this guy mr benedict to go on this like adventure this like mission to stop and this thing called the emergency from happening and there's like yeah that's basically it and in the second season they mr benedict and his assistant go missing and basically mr benedict had called them over for like a scavenger hunt um a kind of like fun thing to do but then they go missing and so they got they were like oh let's go on the scavenger hunt to like lead up to where he could be and then there's also like this thing like this happiness phenomenon going on which you probably don't really understand but yeah i'd probably give it four stars i'll probably update you next month when i finish it but i started that on november 27th and will finish it um in my class, we watched the movie Menace to Society on November 20th, November 30th, and December 2nd. I would give it two and a half stars. Excuse me. Um, it wasn't really my favorite. It followed Kane, and it followed, like, a African-American society, and there was a lot of violence, and O-Dog just got on my nerves, but it just followed how, like, how he went, like, his family and all his, like, childhood issues and how when he like started doing violence 
and then like what happened to him there's like his relationship with this girl uh two girls I guess I don't even know it just it did give really important messages but I don't know it just it just wasn't my fave um so I'm just I'm not gonna like explain these two but on November 30th I also started Alexa and Katie um which is a show on Netflix and I started reading the book called Luckiest Girl Alive I'm still not done with it I've just been really busy but yeah so that was my November movie book tv show roundup if you guys enjoyed listening make sure to listen to my other episodes and follow me on whatever platform you're listening on whether it be anchor spotify or apple podcast or anything else and yeah stay tuned for december for the final 2022 wrap up